0: 702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. This Africa Report is brought to you by SAA, the one to fly. SAA's Going Route Network. Now flying to Sao Paulo, Brazil, your gateway to South America. Let's catch up now with Crystal Audison as we do every Wednesday to look at stories that we should pay some attention to from the continent of Africa. Six minutes before seven. Crystal, let's get straight into it. Nigerian labor unions, they're crying foul over the impact of fuel subsidies on workers. I'd imagine now those price hikes are starting to to bite but president bolatin tinuba is saying this is good.
1: absolutely good morning bongani so the president stole and his backers they're saying that this is short-term pain versus long-term gain um, it's literally ripped the band-aid off the nigerian ailing economy with labor unions suspending talks with government and some government departments have in fact given permission to workers not to come to work because workers are unable um to afford the taxi fee um and so we see that the government's still maintaining a ne- necessary sacrifice after almost 50 years of that fuel subsidy it's been more than a month and people are feeling the crunch now again you know government gives us the announcement that look they had spent 10 billion dollars last year alone in these fuel subsidies, that money can now be used um, in to ensure better education and health care. But the masses are suffering, and we're seeing um, there's already scarcity of passengers. Um, it has also just left... Um, people being food insecure and in fact the government had announced that um, they've declared a state of emergency on food security because people are paying 25% more um, in terms of food and now everyone is saying look yes this is the short-term pain but can people afford it and right now things are not looking good on the ground in Nigeria, Bungani.
0: Well, also the context, of course, is how this has uh, not necessarily, at least part of the debate in Nigeria is that this hasn't necessarily benefited the poor, but people from neighboring countries, for example, uh, rent-seekers and the rich have been able to exploit this. So there's some de- there's some debate about it uh, insofar as what this has meant for Nigeria, but also for development. And the question, I suppose, is whether or not Nigerians can have their cake and eat it as it were. Do you want the subsidy, drain the fiscus, and not get the development you desperately need? Uh, which are they going to choose? Let's move on to our next story, Crystal. 40 African leaders heading to Russia for this Africa-Russia summit. Now, I've, I've heard the Kenyan president speak on this and, and decrying the idea of 40 leaders in one room, each, what, given a minute to speak? They said, then I've got to do that kind of thing. And yet, here we are. Yes. In fact, um,
1: overnight, the Russians said there's actually 49 that has confirmed that they will be sending either the head of state, yes, Pungani 49. And, um, of course, again, you know, I've I've spoken to several analysts, read several papers this week. You know, is it just another talk shop and a PR exercise amid a time where, you know, Russia has very little friends? But having said that, um, the big point that everyone is talking about, will Russia announce a new Grain agreement, because we know last week they had um, suspended and we saw the collapse of that um, black grain initiative and it's been affecting um, food prices. We saw the UN um, calling on Russia to return um, to the deal and to allow that safe export of Ukrainian grains. And we've already now seen in the Horn of Africa and East Africa, um, there's already, you know, um, people are, you know, there's already a real concern already nations have suffered immensely because of the war and now with the collapse of the steel there's real concern because we're looking at 32, like I mean just tons of corn and grains being exported and so now um, we see that firstly the Russians have spoken about the possibility of supplying cheap or free grain um, to Africa's poorest nations to replace the Ukrainian um, grain and make up for any shortfall and that is already, you know, expectation that Putin is going to announce um, some new deal, excluding Ukraine and again, Bogani it's just, you know, Africa I just feel Africa's being used as a pawn again um, and, um, you know ultimately, are you going to say no when there's food, necessary food supplies landing in your country via some other uh, way of excluding Ukraine? Unfortunately, I think we have been used as a pawn.
0: And we're allowing it. As I said earlier, I've heard William Rutter speak about this, saying, actually, the African Union needs to send two or three representatives, including perhaps the current chair and maybe one or two other heads of state. But this idea of parading 40 African leaders uh, as if they can have a meeting where they can be really engaged uh, in substantive issues, given that there'll be so many of them who may not necessarily agree on everything either, right? We're not a monolith. Uh, But as you say, Mm. if we are being used, we're certainly allowing it. Crystal Alderson with this morning's Africa Report.